Hello, gorgeous soul. I am so happy that you are tuning in to the, today's episode. We will be talking about my own experiences with plant medicine, especially the one with sisolibin, um, what it is and how to know if you're ready, and also about my upcoming retreat, the rebirth retreat. It is going to be my first retreat ever. And I'm going to be using this beautiful plant as part of the program. It's not only going to be a plant medicine retreat um, because it's a four-day retreat. And one of those days we're going to do plant medicine and we're going to do so much more than just that. So I will be talking a lot about, you know, what, why is it that I incorporated this rebirth retreat as part of my, you know, client journey. And I think that that stems a lot about the vision that I have on plant medicine. And if you have not listened to that podcast episode, it's a couple of podcast episodes ago um, where I talk about uh, plant medicine and also another podcast episode that I did on my Cambo experience. It is really up to you, you know, if you want to do plant medicine or not. I want you to know that I'm not here trying to convince you. I'm only here trying to make you aware that this exists and maybe plant a seed and maybe inspire you to like I said look into more ways of healing and manifesting than the conventional you know going to therapy and coaching and you know there are so many ways that you can connect to your deeper wisdom and to your deeper being and this is why I am recording this podcast so let's start in the beginning Sisolibin is the same chemicals that mushrooms have because mushrooms and truffles are, are made with three psychoactive ingredients, the sisolibin, the psilocin, and the bacaucin. All of these chemicals have the power to induce your DMT and bring you into a higher state of consciousness with a having a psychedelic experience. You can, you know, go into and have an euphoric feeling and have sensations and have really strong visuals. And it's all over, I would say, one of the most amazing ways to connect with everything and with yourself at the same time that you can experience. I know for a fact that in all of the years that I've been in this journey, you know, self-development before I was doing it for my business I was always looking for ways to get to know myself a little bit better and I started when I was 17 you know with trainings and coaching and um, seminars and all of these things that I did honestly plant medicine is just a different ball game plant medicine has the power to connect you in one go I always say that um Plant medicine has the power of multiple coaching or therapy sessions and therefore you can go deeper really fast. And it, the goal here is not to be fast at your healing, but what I do experience is that every time I, ha I have my own ceremonies with plant medicine, I just get like a warm hug from the universe because it not only shows me what I'm supposed to be looking at, things that I might have pushed 
down or things that I'm not, you know, willing to look at because my ego is too much in the way, but I do want to look at it. Otherwise, I wouldn't do plant medicine. Um, but the universe does it in such a beautiful way through this plant medicine. And one of the main things that I want you to know in this podcast episode is that when you're doing plant medicine, it will never give you something that you cannot handle. Even the people that state that I have had, you know, a bad trip. If you have not listened to my podcast episode on my vision on plant medicine, I suggest for you to listen to that one as well. It is a couple of episodes ago because I believe that people that are not, you know, have not done the work on themselves and are coming to plant medicine just in a form to escape the hard work that it takes to heal. Um, I believe that those are the people that get, you know, bad trips because they have not done any ego work and then they're surprised that, um, you know, the ego completely takes over them because they don't have the capacity or the knowledge um, to do that. And then I have a couple of other points that I will go more into later on in this podcast um, because I, ha I want to underline a couple of points uh, regarding plant medicine. But before I go there, I want to talk to you about, you know, the medicine itself a little bit better. You have mushrooms and that's a more widely known term and then you have truffles basically it is the same thing the only thing is that mushrooms is the psychedelic that grows above the earth and truffles are the part of the same plant as you can call it but then the ones that are underneath the earth it is really important for you to know that when you're doing mushrooms it is slightly more difficult to be able to you know measure the dosage a little bit better because when you are doing truffles, it comes in a very dense stone-like, um, you know, they're like little stones, little roots um, that you can cut into little pieces and just eat as compared to the mushrooms, which all mushrooms come in different sizes and forms and um, the consistency is just a little bit different. So therefore, some people tend to have, you know, um, really heavy experiences with mushrooms, heavier experiences with mushrooms because they dosage couldn't be measured as, and that's why I love working with truffles because with truffles I can measure it in to the milligrams that I want to, want, that I want to induce the psychedelic activity with. Um, and that's what I do because I think that when it comes to these things, I want you to know that the plan is not going to, make you do anything like when you open your eyes you can still see it's not going to take you away you don't lose control you don't like with ayahuasca yes um the moment you close your eyes you you are out of this world and you're into a new dimension as to with truffles is a lighter version of it i can compare truffles to ayahuasca and honestly it is my own personal comparisons and i don't want to offend anyone by saying this um, but to me, ayahuasca is like 10 truffle experiences in one. And it is it can be very, very intense. And if you don't know what ayahuasca is, ayahuasca is a plant medicine that comes from the jungle. And I suggest for you to, once again, listen to the podcast on uh, my vision on plant medicine because I talk about it a little bit more there. But 
for me, working with truffles, sicily bean, is more gentle, yet as deep, depending on the intention that you have and all of the work that you've done. And that's why I love making this part of my customer journey. Um, part of the things that I want to offer for people to really truly heal is because once you have done my quota manifestation program and you which is the program that I just finished and you want to really you know celebrate and honor the old versions of you but fully step into that new version of you working with plant medicine is going to give you exactly the insight that you need the embodiment that you need the connection that you need in order for you to get there i remember the first time i ever did plant medicine and i do not recommend anybody to do it the way i did <laughs> because i skipped all of the middle steps as always i'm a manifesting generator and yes i love skipping steps <laughs> um, but i started with ayahuasca my first ayahuasca experience was my first plant medicine experience and prior to that honestly I haven't even done you know a lot of other experiences with psychedelics um, in such a way so for me it was very oh yes I did it once I remember and that was like not a good idea I did once ecstasy and that was not a good idea um, but I now I know why is because it when I when my when your psyche is induced all of those thoughts and feelings come to the surface and that's why for me it's very important for people that I work with using plant medicine that they have already done um, some work on themselves some ego work that they have some insights that they have the capacity to handle their emotions or at least um, you know to to have done some work on themselves because I just want them to have the most amazing experience ever whatever it is whether they have to cry whether they have to look at painful memories whether they want to dance or sing that it, it really doesn't matter what the plant medicine does for this person I know that this person is completely holding themselves accountable for their experience because I as a guide can hold space for anybody doing the plant medicine and you know guide them into a beautiful ceremony but plant medicine is really you having that experience for yourself so it is really important um how to how to do this i love working with truffles sisoli bean because like i said every time i do it i do it with an intention and the universe gives me exactly what i did and I want to go a little bit more into my own experiences. There was one particular experience that for me, you can say was life changing. One of my core wounds was that I felt so abandoned when I was little, apparently. And with all of the therapy and coaching and ayahuasca experience that I had done prior to that, it got so overwhelming that I couldn't get the answer as to why I felt, why my inner child felt such deep sense of abandonment. And when I look at it from my timeline, I mean, I can understand and I can puzzle the pieces together. I mean, my father died when I was three months old, so that might have felt, made me feel abandoned. My mother left when I was three to go to, the, to Aruba. That might have left me, um, made me feel abandoned. But I couldn't quite puzzle it together because I've, I've healed a lot of layers, but I couldn't seem to understand her. 
And the way that this insight came to me was so beautiful because it came first with laughter. Because I remember, I mean, obviously you are in a different dimension. Um, you are, your psyche, psyche is induced. So your, the way that you see the world changes literally. Like you open your eyes and you can see, um, you know, you can have some visions. Um, not of spirits or anything um, that I do see but with my eyes closed but when my eyes open you know I could see my curtains and like my curtains are moving or um, you know a chair looks a little bit bigger than it usually is or the food looks bigger or I can smell the food even better but this particular experience happened really funny with a bottle of water I was really really thirsty but I also wanted to go to the toilet so I was sitting on the toilet um, and I finished, you know, peeing, but I couldn't get out of the toilet because my body felt so heavy. And at this moment I was talking with Vic because he, um, my partner, um, had done this ceremony with me and he was sitting in front of me and I'm talking to him about how, you know, um, mushy my body feels. And I have this big, big water, water bottle on my hand and all of a sudden, I don't know, I have this urge to look inside of the water bottle. And I go like, whoa. And I'm like, this water bottle is so amazing. And then my partner starts laughing. And we start laughing with each other. And I want to talk to him. And I just go into this laughing kick, um, which was really amazing. And then Vic says, um, Danny, you need to get up. You want me to help you? And I'm like, no, 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 I want to do it by myself. But then I keep on going back to the water bottle and keep on looking into the water bottle. And I'm like, whoa, this looks so amazing. I, there was like a whole world inside of that water bottle. I don't know what it was. And with that energy, I obviously connected with my inner child on the playfulness and the laughing of my inner child. And then all of a sudden, Fix says, okay, I'm going to feed the cats. And with my conscious mind, which I'm still able to access, even though I'm in plant medicine, I'm still able to access my conscious mind. I'm like, yeah, sure, go feed the cats. But then the moment that my partner starts walking away, I go, no, 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 don't go walk away. But he was already, he already left. And I'm like, wait, this is coming from my inner child. And then I go into this journey and ask her like, mommy why are you still feeling so abandoned like you're so afraid of people leaving you and i go into this beautiful um connection with her and just tell her hey i'm here and really hold her hold space for her and if you don't know what an inner child is is the it's the really part of you that experienced a lot of wounding a lot of the trauma that we have are coming from that part of us and being able to connect and hold space for her is one of the most healing experiences ever and i might make a podcast episode about this later on but for now i'm going to keep it to this experience so then i get up and i sit down and i remember that i was crying a lot there was a lot of energetic release um, which i love about plant medicine like 
sometimes I feel things so intense. I am an Aquarius sun and I'm a Pisces rising, which means I'm a combination of feeling things very deeply. Um, so for me, I already feel things deeply, but within plant medicine, I really allow myself to purge and purge, which is what you do during plant medicine that can come in different ways. You know, you can cry a lot, you can scream a lot, you can uh, vomit, you can... That is in ayahuasca. In plant medicine with um, truffles, I have not vomited, um, but I have had some energetic vomit, which is when you make really deep sounds coming from your belly and you just, you know, release that energy that was stuck there. But with ayahuasca, obviously, um, you tend to purge um, with, you know, your stomach vowels. And I was purging a lot on crying and I was thinking and, you know, talking to Vic and I'm having these massive insights and all of a sudden I take out a watermelon and I love watermelon and I start biting this watermelon like as if it was my last day and I was really enjoying this watermelon and then all of a sudden this memory comes up of my sister telling Sophie my little niece um hey baby are you enjoying your pizza um I wish you could enjoy your pizza. It's so amazing how you're enjoying your pizza, but giving her so much love. So I see my sister as a mother and Sophie as a baby. And I'm like, wow, how amazing would it be to have that kind of love as a baby? And as I had this thought, I became aware of this thought. I'm like, wait, why why are you saying this? Why are you saying that? How amazing would it have been to have this experience as a baby? And then all of a sudden, I became the baby. And I connected with the even younger parts of me that literally said it was because we did not experience that type of love. And then the most painful thing happened to me, or I could feel the most pain that I've ever allowed myself to feel. And I specify allow myself because obviously a lot of times when things get really really intense we tap out we numb out or we dissociate or we take our ego takes her somewhere else but this was the first time that I was actually capable of allowing myself to feel the intensity of this pain for it to be healed obviously because once you heal things you can feel them once you feel things you can heal them so the realization that I had was that my baby did not feel loved or wanted. And then I asked her why. And then she shows me my mother. And I had found a book of my mom being depressed because she had a, a book that was called um, How to Deal with Chronical Depression. But I never looked into it. So she showed me this book and then she showed me my mom. And then my mom mom's energy came with the same type of energy that she had previously tried to come to me during an ayahuasca ceremony but back then I was like no mom I really need to focus on me right now I cannot help you with your darkness because I thought that she was you know coming with her darkness for me to help her heal it or something but then in this Cicely Bean experience she came again with the same darkness but now I could understand it because basically the insight that it was given to me was that my mother was depressed when I was a baby. And 
I don't know how far before I was a baby, but looking at the timeline, it fits. I mean, my father was killed when I was just three months old. And I remember having a memory that my one of my aunts come to my crib and tells me, hey, I bought you this gift. And me as a baby already thinking, oh, I'm so happy that someone takes the time to come visit me to in my crib. And all of these puzzle pieces make me so, it, it hurts so much because up until that moment, I mean, obviously my mom did her best, the best that she could. And I think that a lot of parents do the best that they can, but you know, back then they just didn't, they had limited resources um, and limited sources of information as we do now on how, you know, we could do better at parenting or, you know, good parenting. So I realized, and it was so painful to realize, I remember crying. And I mean, when you're looking at, at it from my partner's perspective, it was really funny because he was looking at me, one second I'm eating a watermelon and then the other second I am crying like uncontrollably because I had an insight. So I can imagine for him it was really weird. So I'm trying to stay within in my insight and trying to explain to him what happened. And this is one of the reasons why I believe that having your ceremonies, you really need to have someone holding space for you. Someone that can really motivate you to stay in your lane and you don't have to worry about hey are you okay are you okay am i okay is this okay and all of these things because no there is someone holding space for everybody and nobody has to tend to anybody so that for me is one of the reasons that it's really important for you to have a guide um, when you're doing you know your ceremonies so after she gave me this insight I remember having as if my psyche split in two one part went on to defending my mother and the other part was just my inner child that had so much rage and pain and just you know bottled up pain inside of me because what I used to do is like yeah but my mom did her best and we cannot blame her and my father died it's also not her fault and all of these things but meanwhile I was negating all of the feelings that my inner child were was telling me you know I feel pain I feel abandoned I'm like no 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 don't feel abandoned because your mom did the best that you could I mean obviously my inner child was gonna feel like I abandoned her too so I remember in this in this ceremony that I had, I finally was able to hold space for my inner child and push my ego away every time that she came to get me out of the pain by telling me, yeah, but your mom, but your mom this, but your mom was nice and your mom was that and your mom loved you and blah, 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 all of these things that the ego tends to say for us not to feel the freaking pain of our inner child. Because this is something that a lot of people tend to do, especially if they, um, especially if they have like good parenting, but you know, things happen in their youth that their parents could not hold space for. That can also be a painful experience, but our ego tends to push it down by saying, no, 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 you shouldn't feel this or you shouldn't feel that because. And then instead of feeling it, we compartmentalize it and we push it down and further into our psyche and it's going to show up. And with me, it showed up with that deep abandoning, abandoning wound. 
and this insight came to me a year ago and now finally I can say I'm slowly reaping the benefits of that session a year ago I'm still integrating that one session is because I needed to to learn how to feel my inner child's emotions without without me wanting her to feel a certain way or rationalizing her feelings intellectualizing her feelings is the word that i was looking for and having the capacity was so liberating i remember i i took a cushion and i you know punched into this cushion and i was so angry and i allowed myself to say all of these things about my mother and about the situation that i was left in and you know my father dying and i was it was so fucking liberating and i also realized at that moment that that's where my perfectionism came from my high achievingness came from that my inner child feeling that you know her mother didn't hold space for her emotions so okay mom i'm going to be this perfect child so that you don't have to take care of me um, and then you'll love me because the less that you take care of me you need to take care of me the more you will love me and that was the imprint that i had because obviously my father died when i was little so my mom had so much to deal with but that doesn't mean that it didn't fucking hurt and my inner child um, was able to be liberated at that moment and i just remember that this was one of the most healing experiences in my life honestly um and i will tell you the ayahuasca experience in another moment but for now this is really one of those sessions where i allowed myself to feel fully and it was just for me it was life-changing another experience that i had was that in one of the ceremonies that i had and i think i've had i don't know i guess too many to count at this point but in one of those ceremonies that i had i remember digging into the female lineage like all of the female lineage you know my mother my my grandmother and, and her mother and all of that and i remember the plant showing me i'm gonna call it toxic feminism in my in my lineage because and the way that the plant showed me and whether or not this is true it really doesn't matter because that is something that the plant showed me so i'm gonna i'm gonna integrate it and um and heal it because i finally see like my whole lineage and i remember telling my sister about this a specific thing and then she was like no that is not true and i'm like yes it is think about it and then she's like oh yes you're right so what happened is my grandfather died of cancer stomach cancer and left my my grandmother on my mother's side with 11 children my grandmother felt so abandoned by my grandfather and she could not deal with her emotions so what it happens is that you create this curse and this is how curses are created by strong strong emotions and this curse was passed down through our lineage and the curse of my family one of those strong emotions that was passed down my family is that men are going to leave us because my 
grandfather died. And when I look in the history of my of all the females in my mother's side, it's the same fucking thing. My father died. The partner of my aunt died. The partner of my other aunt left her pregnant. The partner of um, um, my grandmother obviously left her. And as I'm navigating my own uh, relationship crisis and you know problems, I'm very mindful of this knowledge that now I can see how my grandmother not being able to um, to I don't know how you can say that like heal those wounds that it was passed down through my whole lineage and it is just something that I can only heal for my lineage to come I cannot heal it for like my mother or my sister um, there is some ripples effect energetically that can be felt throughout the whole lineage but when we say I'm gonna heal my lineage we say that you're healing it because the people that are coming after your offspring are no longer going to feel like this. So that abandonment wound was also in there. So imagine when I found out this, I was so mind blown that I could finally, you know, give my lineage back this abandoning abandonment wound um, because no, I don't uh, have to choose a partner that is either going to leave me or die on me, honestly. So it's it was really mind blowing how how this how this came to be and how these insights come. I'm gonna try to describe it best of my ability. <laughs> Is that you start off with like a thought or maybe a vision of in this case it was my grandmother. I saw my grandma, and then I saw my grandfather, and I'm like, oh yes, and then my grandfather died. And then I saw my grandmother's pain and I was like, wow, that must have been very intense. And the moment I said that, the energy kind of lit up the rest of my tree. And then I also saw all of the men leaving all of my aunts and, you know, every, all females in my lineage. And then when I realized that, that I was also in that lineage, I was like, fuck, this is also a resonance towards the problems in my relationship. So... For me, that was just mind-blowing. I remember one time my grandfather, um, another time that I zoomed into the male lineage of, um, of, my, of my father's side, my grandfather came to me and he literally said to me, Danny, it's time for you to go back to your system. And I was like, no, it's too painful. And it's like as if you can talk to these energies. And like I said, it's you're conscious in a way, but the moment you close your eyes, you can go on a trip, like on a journey. And, you know, sometimes you come back to this dimension and then you go back to that dimension. And it's it's a really amazing way to get these deep, deep, deep insights. It is also a way to get really into your body because your body is going to purge. Um, with by purging through tears and you know you can go to the toilet or all of these things that might show up for you and I think it's really beautiful that now we are becoming more aware of these ways of healing that we're not pushing these sacred plants into the illegal part because I think that's one of the one of the main 
um, remarks that people have or you know that I don't want to do drugs but honestly this is not even drugs this is you know medicine that came down for us the funny thing is or the most beautiful thing about plant medicine I think I believe is that the connection that you feel before this you're completely in your body before you do plant medicine and once you do plant medicine it's as if you know how energy works you know how going to source works you know how going to your wounds work you you can sense um in shamanism we call it the underworld the physical world and the upper world you can sense all of these worlds in the same place and you're able to access all of these places and journey to them so for me it is just groundbreaking how i was able to find you know my where my abandonment wound came from and being able to have these experience that first was really funny and then afterwards it was just a mind-blowing experience there are a couple of things that i really want to emphasize about plant medicine plant medicine alone is not enough yes plant medicine can help you get massive insights and plant medicine can help you get those insights and feelings and you know really feel your feelings that you've been wanting to have for a long 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 time but it is not the only thing that will help you because if your behavior doesn't change if your mindset doesn't change plant medicine is only just going to give you an insight and then you have to do the work what plant medicine can help you do is if you've done a lot of work for instance if you've done my quota manifestation program and you do the plant medicine afterwards what plant medicine does help you is to kind of seal all of those, um, you know, last end of emotional charge that you might still have in your body. And I think that that's the reason why this retreat is being held at the end of this program. And by the way, if you are considering doing this retreat with me, um, I'm waiting on my quota manifestation program queens to decide if they want to join and otherwise I'm going to open it up to the public and I might want to have a conversation with you about your previous experience with plant medicine and your previous previous work that you've done on yourself um, for us to be really um, you know I want to make sure that everybody has the same level of um, in their journey or the same level of their journey so the second thing that I want to emphasize is that plant medicine only gives you what you're ready for. You don't have to be scared of, holy shit, the plant medicine is going to show me things I don't want to see or I'm not ready for. Do not be scared of this because plant medicine is not, is not capable of doing this because it only gives you what you're able to hold. It really is a, a healing experience that only goes as far as you can go so this for me was just mind-blowing uh, to be able to do my own healing with these ceremonies as well as coaching and therapy and all of these things because I think that they're very complementary to each other the third one is that it's not only about healing <laughs> it can also be a very blissful and fun and amazing experience I personally feel that doing plant medicine without an intention um, is just 
not it does not feel good for me so doing plant medicine for me in a way that that i can feed into into this plant medicine is so amazing as to supposed to going out and doing plant medicine doing mushrooms just out in the open when i'm just in a party mood like it doesn't feel good for me to do it it doesn't feel like i'm honoring the plant but in my ceremonies obviously i still laugh and i dance i remember last year's intimate retreat because back then i used to do it at my house um for the souls of the quantum manifestation program that wanted to do it um i remember that we danced and we and we cried and we and we laughed and we sang so it was so beautiful so it can also be an amazing blissful experience um it can be a life-changing experience because you're gonna see things that um that that are gonna help you get to that next level of you and once you see it you're not gonna be able to unsee it and that's so beautiful about people that are ready to you know do this this type of work on themselves um the fourth thing that i want to emphasize about plant medicine is that you really and i've mentioned it a couple of times in this podcast already you have to do some work on yourself before you do plant medicine that's my personal opinion because you need a strong mindset to be able to handle whatever the plan shows you because you know and you take full responsibility and accountability for your own emotions and for your own experience and you're able to say okay i'm ready planned show me what it is that i am not looking and that's holding me back and help me heal it obviously the plant's also going to help you heal it or at least give you the insights that you need to heal it so for me it's it's the best way to do plant medicine is at the end of a journey or at like when you're ready to look at something painful and you just want to go all in that's also a beautiful way to um, to do it and honoring those parts that you know went through so much pain um the fifth one is that you really need to trust your guide i know that in trauma-informed coaching or functional therapy it is so important for you to establish trust with your clients if your clients do not trust you do not even waste your time because the ego is going to be so present that you're not going to be able to go to to the depths so you really need to trust your guide um, so that you can lean way more into your own experience and not you know listening to the ego that's telling you this or that so that is really important for you to really trust your guide and obviously that's also one of the reasons that I do this retreat for my quota manifestation program queens is that I know that a lot of them have trouble trusting and me doing this because we've had a four month long journey together in my program that doing this as a retreat for them to you know open up to these new doors and new possibilities and new modalities that they can go after the plant medicine with me and explore it with maybe other um guides in plant medicine it's just so such a beautiful gift that i really wanted to give everybody because when you compare an offline event with an online course i mean the the it's not the same financially for me as a business owner and i'm saying this because i I need you to know that i'm really doing this because of the service that i want to provide and not so much on the money that i want to get out of it because obviously when I create a course, 
um, I get way more uh, out of it because it's scalable and this is you know a lifetime thing so that is really important for you to know that you need to trust your guide the guide that you're going to do this with the sixth thing that I want to underline is that you will be able to connect to source in such a beautiful way like this is something that without plant medicine you will never feel as connected as you can with plant medicine it is just so beautiful honestly yes you could try doing meditations but i think that you have to meditate on such higher levels and such commitment for you to get to this level of connectedness that for me it's just it's such a beautiful, like I said, a warm hug of the universe whenever I do plant medicine because I feel like all of my ego dissolves because I can see it very clearly. I'm like, okay, no, this is not what life is about. This is what life is about. And it refocuses me because I'm so connected to source energy. Another one that I really want you to know about plant medicine is that your spiritual gifts will be pushed open with plant medicine because like i said once you see source energy once you feel source energy once you sense source energy your spiritual gifts are going to be extrapolated and you're going to become way more intuitive you're going to become you know you're going to let go of the fear that you have with spirituality because you can no longer deny that it exists i mean it's it's such a beautiful way to fully connect um, and let go of the fear that some people have to do plant medicine so these are the points that i really wanted to emphasize about working with psilocybin or any other plant medicine Um, for me i want to ask you if you feel something right now listening to this podcast Maybe you feel some tingling in your body. Maybe you feel like your curiosity just got spiked. Well, maybe the question that you have right now is, how do you know if you're ready? Well, first of all, I would say just you asking this question already tells me that you are curious about it. And when you live your life guided by curiosity, it is way better than when you're live live your life going through fear so for me is when do you know if you're ready is if you're ready to let go of the fear and if you're ready to be open to new ways of seeing the world of experiencing the world new ways of healing especially if you're a very rational being connecting through source with plant medicine is going to help center you back and bring you back to the essence of who you really are so for me It's not a matter of a question if you're ready, as in personally. It's a matter of are you willing to be uncomfortable and are you willing to, um, you know, go through this process um, with obviously me as your guide in the upcoming retreat that I have because I think that only you can know if you're ready. Nobody can tell you if you're ready. I know that, for instance, if you have questions about plant medicine and this retreat, feel free to DM me, but I know that your inner wisdom, your curiosity, um, the way that you handle resistance 
is going to tell you whether or not you're ready for plant medicine. So this concludes this episode. And before we finish, I want to tell you a little bit more about my retreat. I have an upcoming retreat. It is going to be on the third ninth till 10 to 13 of March at 2023 and it's going to be a beautiful combination of all of the modalities and all of the things that I work with. One of the main differences with all of the other products that I offer is that instead of me giving you a lot of knowledge, you don't come to this retreat because you want to learn from me how I do things, blah, blah, blah. No, you come to this retreat because you want to heal your shit. because you want to get uncomfortable and do exercises and do the things that are going to actually help you embody the things that I'm teaching. So you don't come here for more knowledge, you come here for really the embodiment of the teachings that I have. To feel your feelings, to cry your feelings, to heal your wounds, to connect with like-minded souls, to create this vortex energy that is just going to be so freaking amazing and as it is my first ever, you know, marketed, um, because I've done it a couple of times before, but it was so small and I didn't even, you know, put it on social media or anything. Um, and this is the first time that I'm really doing it, um, you know, taking it to the next level. So I know that I'm going to be putting my heart and soul into this retreat. And I know how difficult it is for a lot of people to feel like they can trust someone with their bullshit. And I know that the love that I have to, the love that I have to give when I'm helping people heal is just going to be so immense during this retreat um, that I know that if you already, you know, follow me on Instagram or have done some work with me, you know that this love is only going to be intensified because I'm going to be there with you live. And we're going to go on a journey, a four-day journey um, on all of these different aspects of you uh, in order for you to get to that rebirth that I want you to get to because that is ultimately a goal. The goal is not to just take plant medicine. The goal is not just to come to a retreat. The goal is for you to really integrate and embody um, the lessons that you've had up until now and celebrate that new version of you and honoring those versions of you in the past that were so brave to go down this path. So with this concludes my podcast episode about my insights and journey and about what it is. I highly suggest you, if you're still thinking about joining, I want to advise you to go to my DM if you have any questions or, you know, just sign up because... I only, at this moment, when I'm recording this podcast, I only have five spots left. And I cannot wait to see the group, uh, how they're going to be and how beautiful we're going to create the magic for these four days. Okay, gorgeous souls, I want to thank you for your time, wherever you are in this world and whatever it is that you're doing. I want you to know that you are loved, you are lovable, you're an amazing human being. And your thoughts are not your reality, so don't take them too seriously. Much love. Bye-bye.